Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On the Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works as well as original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please subscribe and share it with a friend. If you have a book or topic idea, please get in touch on our website, snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by the smell of freshly baked cookies. Tonight, I'll be reading a snoozy opening to Miss Luddington's Sister by Edward Bellamy. Miss Luddington's Sister, written in 1885, is an earlier work by Edward Bellamy. The author later found fame as a socialist utopian science fiction writer. This particular book, however, is a standard love story with a twist. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter One The happiness of some lives is distributed pretty evenly over the whole stretch from the cradle to the grave, while that of others comes all at once, glorifying some particular epoch and leaving the rest in shadow. During one, five, or ten blithe years, as the case may be, 
all the springs of life send up sweet waters. Joy is in the very air we breathe. Happiness seems our native element. During this period, we know what is the zest of living as compared with the mere endurance of existence, which is, perhaps, the most we have attained to before or since. With men, this culminating epoch comes often in manhood or even at maturity, especially with men of arduous and successful careers. But with women, it comes most frequently, perhaps in girlhood and young womanhood. Particularly is this want to be the fact with women who do not marry and with whom, as the years glide on, life becomes lonelier and its interests fewer. By the time Miss Ida Luddington was 25 years old, she recognized that she had done with happiness and that the pale pleasures of memory were all which remained to her. It was not so much the mere fact that her youth was past, saddening though that might be, which had so embittered her life, but the peculiarly cruel manner in which it had been taken from her. The Luddingtons were one of the old families of Hilton, a little farming village among the hills of Massachusetts. They were not rich, but were well-to-do, lived in the largest house in the place, and were regarded somewhat as local magnates. Miss Luddington's childhood had been exceptionally happy, and as a girl, she had been the belle of the village. Her beauty, together with her social position and amiability of disposition, made her the idol of the young men, recognized leader of the girls, and the animating and central figure in the social life of the place. She was about 20 years old, at the height of her beauty and in the full tide of youthful enjoyment when she fell ill of a dreadful disease and for a long time lay between life and death. Or, to state the case more accurately, the girl did die. It was a sad and faded woman who rose from that bed of sickness. The ravages of disease had not left a vestige of her beauty. It was hopelessly gone. The luxuriant, shining hair had fallen out and been replaced by a scanty growth of washed-out hue. The lips, but yesterday so full and red and tempting, were thin and drawn and colorless, and the rose-leaf complexion had given place to an aspect so cruelly pitted, seamed, and scarred that even friends did not recognize her. The fading of youth is always a melancholy experience with women, but in most cases the process is so gradual as to temper the...